Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gameplay Mechanics Podcast. I am Jesse Hernandez and with me is my friend, Kevin O'Brien. <laughs> uh, hello everyone. Hello. So with the recent release of Metal, Metal Gear Solid 5, Metal Phantom Gear Pain, Solid. Yeah, the 30 millionth of them. We're going to talk about uh, sequels in gaming, which, because uh, right. this is obviously like, it says Metal Gear Solid 5, but there's also been like three Metal Gears and there's been a bunch of different adaptations. So this is definitely right. the what, the, I don't know, the ninth or tenth one in the series. Something this, like that. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> But uh, Metal Gear isn't the only gaming franchise to have lots of sequels. I mean, Call of Duty's on its 13th one or 12th one. I mean, it's like almost everything that is a success at least has to have some sort of following of that. Right. Um, all right. So, uh, so, so this is going to be basically our boss battle session. Um, sorry about last week's episode. Uh, Jesse was sick, so we weren't able to get the episode out. And uh, a lot of schedules happened this week. That's why this episode is airing a little late. We apologize for that. But um, so, so this boss battle is basically about sequels. And um, I'm going to be taking the side of... I personally feel like there are a little too many sequels being shelled out in the video game industry, whereas Jesse does not feel that way. Yes, I, I feel that you know, as long as I don't say ever, I don't say everything is a good sequel, but I I don't have a problem with sequels being made too many times. Right. All right. So um, I think I'll start us off um for the first like couple minutes here with my opening with it. Um, I feel like the the thing about sequels is that unfortunately nowadays they're starting to become more and more cash grabs, or in the sense of like Nintendo, where it's like that's all they have is sequels. Like, they don't really have much of anything else. Like, there's Smash 1, 2, 3, 4. There's all the Super Mario franchises. Um, and there's all the Legend of Zeldas everywhere. And um, I feel, and I, I don't know, I feel like it's just an easier way for them to, like, I feel it's an easier way for companies to just make video games without, like, having to think, overthink it, you know? And um, And most of the time, unfortunately, when they make sequels, it doesn't really bring much more to the table. Like, it's a lot of the same thing over and over again. Some sequels do it really well, but, like, Assassin's Creed 3 is not doing <laughs> what it needs to. Um, and I, it feels more and more, I don't know, I, I feel, I feel like there could be a lot less sequels and more, like, originality in the industry currently. <laughs> I understand. And I, I personally believe that, I don't think... I, I don't think the practice of making sequels is really a bad thing. I always think it's like a, it's in a way for developers and game makers to improve their craft. And, you know, sometimes a series doesn't get good till maybe many sequels in. I mean, like the Call of Duty franchise, for what many people hate it. I mean, the best game didn't come till maybe four, six games in to its series. You know, Call of Duty 1, 2, and 3, no one thinks about. But in right. Call of Duty 4, you know, everyone loves. And, you know, like Smash Brothers... Like the first one was kind of like a was a pretty big thing, but like you know, Smash Brothers just got better as the games went on. I think it's a it's a great way for games to improve their craft and really uh, make you know you get a formula people like, and then just like you mean the Halo series. I mean Halo One, Halo Two, Halo Third. All I just think it sequels. It's a great way for games to really improve their craft and really improve um, what people liked about the games. I mean I can see the point. The yeah, people 
you know, sequel, you know, yeah, people don't like, um, yeah, people don't like the repetitiveness and it's a cash grab. But I mean, if you think of all the benefits a sequel has gotten us in gaming, I mean, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have like the call of, you wouldn't have, for much people hate it. I mean, there is good to like, you know, there was a different people uni- almost unanimously really like Call of Duty 4. And that was a, you know, not only a sequel, it was the fourth one in the series. I mean, right. Far Cry, Far Cry 3, which everyone really likes. I mean, that's a third one in the series. Mm-hmm. Well, I I mean, there cer- certain certain sequels have outdone themselves, and I feel like certain ge- I feel like Call of Duty falls in like that the Mario Kart, like Mar- not Mario Kart Mario Party and Mario Kart in a sense like kind of franchise where it's like there's nothing more to add besides like just like new maps or something like that, and I feel like it's okay in those senses, but it's still just like a. I don't know, it still feels more like a cash Recent Call of Duties have felt a little bit more like a cash grab, and uh, I haven't looked at the new Metal Gear yet, um, but, like, it's on my to-do list, but I just haven't gotten to it yet, um, but, I don't know, I'm a little worried that it could be like previous Metal Gears have been, where it's just like, there's not nothing added to it, it's just like another Metal Gear game. I mean, yeah, I can see that, but I mean, at least, I mean, if you look at, like, Again, like using this example, if you look at the Call of Duty French, at least, I mean, you, you can find definitely examples. I mean, some a lot of people say they're not improving. It's just like copy and paste. But, I mean, if you think the basic formula, Modern Warfare, that's the formula that everyone really liked. And then you put, you know, Modern Warfare 2 that, you know, cre- you know just kind of created the, um, the like, the, the community. And so that's what a lot of people say, like, oh, that was the last good Call of Duty. But, I mean, right. a lot of the things that people currently like about it now have been added on since then like the zombies mode and black ops theater mode i mean creating clans customizing customization all these comes from iterations of sequels and you know like if you i don't know it's just like these great advancements that like a lot of a lot of things people don't think about come from sequels i mean like 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 i'm saying call like the bet, like it would, even if people don't like Call of Duty, most like people say that Modern Warfare Two and Modern Warfare One were the best ones, and they were sequels. See, Modern Warfare Two is a sequel of a sequel. It's a right. sequel of a franchise, and I think, <laughs> I mean, just it's hard. I mean, it can seem like a cash grab, but it. I mean, that's true. I mean, although we say this, I say this, and it sounds like a blanket statement, but it's really not. I mean. These right. uh, these ideas that like all sequels improve their craft or all sequels are crash grabs, that's not specifically true in every case. But I think as a rule, generally, yeah. it's it's usually a mark of people improving their craft or improving it. Right. Well, there. Well, I feel like nowadays though, if people want to improve the game or their craft, either like I feel like they should make a new game or just work on DLC for that game. Because, like, DLC is, like, so rampant everywhere right now, and online, like, purchases are just everywhere in the market, whether it's, like, iPhone gaming or, like, tablets or, you know, uh, even consoles now have it, um, which is just ridiculous. And I don't know, I feel like th- I feel like DLC now is more of a way to move away from sequels a little bit, because, I mean, I-, I don't feel like sequels are bad. Like, one of my favorite games ever is Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door, which is a sequel to the original Paper Mario. But I feel like I, I feel like there are just too many in the industry right now as it stands. Like there's a Dishonored two coming out. I do not feel like Dishonored needs a sequel. <laughs> you would rather have it just like as a standalone. I feel like Dishonored would be better as a standalone game with like DLC and extra like content and stuff like that. 
because, I mean, I really enjoyed Dishonored, but it's not a game that, like, I come back to very frequently. There are people who very much enjoy Dishonored, but I do not feel like the sequel is going to add very much into what the original Dishonored had to bring to the table. So you would rather see games like maybe Destiny or World of Warcraft, where it's like a baseline game that people enjoy, and then just, you know, forever, you know, people like the Destiny said they're like 10 years of worth of... Right. You know, it's, been, it's been like, it's been a year after the game's release, and they've already had like three different DLC with the Taken King about to come out with a third DLC pack, which right. would be a pretty hefty one. Yeah. I, you'd rather see games like World of Warcraft with its, you know, longevity of however it's, you know, it's got like tons of sequel packs. You'd rather see like a baseline game with DLC packs rather than just multiple sequels. To yeah. And, and that may stem from the fact that I am a huge like MMO player. Like I really enjoy the old Republic and I really enjoy like other games like that. Um, but um, I mean, it would be nice to see, like, just an offline, like, game like that. It, it kind of would just to see if it would work. Just to because, keep adding DLC and then... Right, but the thing the, the the thing I hate about MMOs is that at the same time is that, like, the DLC and the patches that come out for it is very expensive. Because they have to, like, make up for the fact that, like, yes, you've already bought the game and everything. Um, but, like... The thing, and and I feel like it'd be okay with an offline game to do that, like to have like twenty dollar DLC because it's like a huge whole new story, excuse me, a whole new storyline added in. But like, um, it would make more sense for it to be like that on offline games because you're paying, like you only paid for the game itself, like the old game itself. Whereas for MMOs, I don't feel like it's it's necessary to do that because you know you're paying this monthly subscription, um. Unless so you may be free to play. You maybe see like you like the idea of like when Far Cry Far Cry Three came out, and they had that DLC like Blood Dragon. It was a totally yeah. I mean, it pretty much it had the map of the actual game, but you know, it was a new story and had like you know the '80s theme with the over the top action and the narrator. That's the sort yeah. of DLC you would like to see. Yeah, I personally would because I played a game like I played an offline game like that, and it really worked. While like the game itself like wasn't that great of a game, um, it was really really good because like each one was a different storyline because uh and this is Neverwinter Nights 2 which is a huge like RPG game I I used to play a lot and um it 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 was really good because there were like five different storylines and each one was different and these were just like patches that they added on that you could purchase or you could just purchase the full game and I think that's like 10 bucks right now for the full game like because it's it's an older game it's a really older game but um like, it's made by Obsidian, if anyone remembers them. <laughs> um, and, I mean, it worked really good in that instance. Because, like, you made new characters for, like, each story. You got to try out different classes and everything. I mean, it was, it, was pretty, it was pretty entertaining. Do I feel like every game needs to be like that? No, not necessarily. So what do you feel about games that, like, people, people advanced, the, you know, people have sequels for the story. Like the, Unchar- like the Uncharted series. Obviously, I mean, those, the first one was obviously a huge success, and the whole franchise is a success in itself. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like, it's not like the reason Call of Duty made a story, because, you know, the, the people kind of got tired of the maps and the servers, and they wanted a new game to freshen things up. I mean, Uncharted kind of advanced for the story. I mean, it was like a story-based right. game. How do you feel about those types of sequels? Uh, I've... I've... I don't mind those those as much because like I play a lot of Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic Two, and I really enjoy both those games. I actually enjoy the second one more than the first, but that's a whole nother debate for another day when we have JD on this show again. 
Um, oh yeah. Because um, you said like you got the hidden DLC, the way the actual game. Was yeah, there with, with with Knights of the Republic two, uh, they released the game early because that's what uh, Lucas Arts just wanted. They wanted to shell it out early for the Christmas release, and half the game was cut out because they were still working on it. There was a group of the of guys on the team of that created the game that um kept all of the files from it and reworked it into the game and patched it all up and then released it on the internet for free. So you could just go and install it and it's like boom, you got the full game right there. Um and it's more enjoyable in that sense. If you take that out, it's less enjoyable, but it's still a decent game. Yeah, opinion. and I, that's not to the old well, the original one, not the one with the patch that you mentioned, but yeah. the original one is like a huge it's kind of known for being a completely awful and terrible sequel that just was literally like you said a cash grab and there's definitely yeah. lots of examples of bad you know bad sequels to the games i mean there's probably too numerous to count i mean call of duty ghosts is new i mean unanimously hated yeah a lot of the new uh, if anyone ever played the epic mickey games which are really good if anyone oh, yeah, wants epic to try mickey those out too. epic mickey 2 is a huge cash grab um I don't know. I feel like Call of Duty and like Mario and Sonic games are more of like a franchise because they're no like. Well, I mean, I guess they don't even have numbers is, next to their. Yeah, I, I, well, except for like certain ones, and like there's Super Mario Galaxy two, but like that doesn't really like that's not like really a, a sequel to like the story of Super Mario Galaxy one at all. And, I mean, like every Mario is its own self-contained. Story. Right, and so is like. Like, Sonic games. Like, Sonic games have different stories, but, like, they're all, like, the same. <laughs> and it's, like, when you boil it down, like, they're, they're all the oh, same. The, the weird and thing when about, they're like, not, the and, weird... like, when, though, when they're not the same, like, people hate them for it. The weird thing about, like, the difference between Sonic, so, like, Sonic and Mario games, like, so, Mario games, like, they got, they pretty much haven't really, like, the main, quote-unquote, story, you know, Peach, or something related to Peach, either her house or her planet or whatever, it's taken by Bowser. Mario has to go through all these different worlds and obstacle courses to save her, and he does in the end. Sonic, yeah. completely like every Sonic game. I mean, yeah, there's like Egg Doctor uh, Eggman. What's his name? Is it Doctor yeah, Eggman? Egg Doctor Eggman. He has like a, a devious plan, and Sonic has to stop him. But like, yeah, oh, there's like so many. You've got that got chaos emeralds. You got whatever was going on in Sonic Boom with like that weird lizard and <laughs> whatever I don't know, was going I mean, on in Sonic 06. Yeah, whatever Sonic 06 with that that was like such a weird game where like Sonic and those characters looked all cartoony, but they're interacting with people that looked and had like people sizes. Right. Like, hey, all those storylines are like so extravagant, and then Mario is like the same thing. I guess that's why Mario is a lot more like. Yeah, I feel like all those games are more of like a franchise than as opposed to like Assassin's and Creed, actually, where it is like a franchise, but each they're all connected somehow. When you think a game reached that tipping point from like, oh, it's just a sequel, like the Uncharted games are definitely there's only three of them in the PS Vita game, and that's it. They're just they're they're you know, it's just sequels. It's not like an entire yeah. franchise. When you think a game reaches that point where it goes from an Uncharted set of sequels to like Call of Duty, where it's just like they're gonna this is like, you know, hey, like they have whole, they're switching between studios and that license is a franchise and they can just, it's no longer sequel, it's no longer, oh, are they going to make a sequel to that? It's like, oh, the next Call of Duty will be this. When do you think a game more like Mario or Sonic? When do you right. think, when do you think games reach that? And I think Assassin's Creed has reached that point. Like there's yeah, no I've... more, there's no more debate. Oh my gosh. 
you know, when yeah, because Assassin's Creed game, it's pretty much like it's set. If there was only multiple. like Assassin's Creed one, two, three, four, and Unity, I wouldn't say it quite has hit that point, but like it has now because it has like Brotherhood, it has like o- like over seven it's games. Brotherhood, like, Liberation, I, uh, Rev, like Re- Liberation, Revelation, right? The new I, one, Syndicate. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like when a group of games have meet have gotten past like X amount of um, games, like it's a franchise then, and it like kind of stops being a sequel because the longer the games go, the less like they focus in like on the original story. I think um, I, a good rule of thumb is once the games stop having numbers beside their names and they just have subtitles. Then you know they're gonna stick around for a long time, right? Like I after feel... Call of, after Modern Warfare, after Call of Duty, they're like, there's like, you know, it's Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare, and then it's World at War and Black Ops, and then Modern Warfare Two and Black. I mean, the subtitles have numbers, but like, right. like you said, and then like there was, you know, Super Mario, and then Super Mario Two, and then Super Mario Brothers Three. But after they pass three, it's just like you know, Paper Mario Party, World RPG, Galaxy. everything, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, and I and I feel like franchises are okay if you pull them off right. And like I don't really have that much problem with it because like there's always gonna be like a Call of Duty franchise. Like there's always gonna be like big name franchises like that, like Mario, Sonic, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed. And another one we haven't mentioned is Mortal Kombat. And Mortal Kombat, like I honestly though those are like okay in my opinion. Like franchises are okay if they don't like shell one out like twice a year. Okay, so your <laughs> like limit the, is two times a year. Like, no, like, even then, like, two times can be a little much. Because, I mean, like, they shell out now, like, a new Total War, like, going into another franchise, Empire Total War. Like, they shell out a whole new Total War, like, every year. And in my opinion, that's just, like, a little too much, you know? But if it, it's still okay because it's keeping, like, games circulated. Whereas they're coming out, like, with a civilization, like, every two or three years, you know? Or well, like that used to be the rule till they made Beyond Earth. Now they're kind yeah. of like, and no, now they're kind of knows? and like like I said, it's kind of that rule of numbers. Like, um, and another good one to explain that's kind of on the verge, I'd say, is a is a Battlefield. Yeah, you know, there's Battlefield One, Two, and then there's like the two. There's Battlefield One and Two, and then there's the bad companies, which are kind of and like kind of like Assassin's Creed, and then you have Battlefield Four, and then you have Hardline. Which no one really liked is kind of like like you said as a cash grab, but I think Battlefield's going to that point of it's just becoming a franchise rather than a long list of sequels. Right. And I and like you said, what was the one you were just saying ago? Uh, just like a second ago. Um. Shoot. Uh, the Total War games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Total War. Now it's like there's Total War Rome, Total War Rome Two, Napoleonic. Right. And uh, yeah. and civil and civilization because I love those games. But there was Civilization Five, which is by far the best one, and then they have Civilization like Revolution, which is like for consoles and apps. And there's Civilization Beyond Earth. They start dropping the number, and I think it's like I said, it's, it's becoming a franchise. Right. And I never really thought about it that way, which makes sense. There's like certain yeah. games. And, that... and there, there, there is one game series that I don't feel is a franchise. I mean, like there's certain like. Uh, oh yeah, there's exceptions. certainly just, just sequels and like and like like I said, the Uncharted games. Yeah, they're coming and, over this fourth one, which they're kind of putting up to be the very very last one. Which right. the third one was kind and of like Mass trilogy. Effect, uh, Mass Effect is coming out, and there's not it doesn't have a number after it, the new one, and uh, Bioshock. Like Bioshock, you can't really say it's a franchise, you know? Like, yeah, they, right they, now. 
because there are they've only, exceptions. But they only come out with a Bioshock like every friggin' five years. That's true. And so it's kind of like that whole like I before like I before E except after Y or whatever it is. Yeah, except you, that rule doesn't work a lot. It really doesn't. But like it's kind of like that where there's like it's like the general rule and then there are exceptions, you know. Like the Elder Scrolls, I think is a good exception. I before you accept after C, that's what it is. Sorry, but um, the Elder so, Scrolls definitely. There's been five. Yeah. Well, there's there's been more. There's like there's Elder Scrolls one, two, three, four, and five, right? And right. then there's Elder Scrolls Online. Is there any others than those ones? Yeah, because there's like there's like Red Guard and yeah, all the the one. So that, the, well, no, they have like numbers though after theirs, but then they have like the actual name, but no one ever actually like, says the numbers after their name. Yeah, no one says Elder Scrolls Five. Everyone just says Skyrim. Right. Which I guess that that could be an exception. I mean, that one that's definitely the Elder Scrolls is definitely a franchise because those games are. I mean, granted, those comes out like once every decade, but um, those games are definitely a franchise. But they're still keeping the numbers. So that's not a steadfast rule. But I've never thought about. It. There's like definitely a difference between just games that have sequels. Like Uncharted, or maybe, um, maybe like um, I'm trying to think of another example. I'm actually, like looking through my game, like oh yeah, games like Uncharted, or maybe GTA, which, well, even that could be considered a just a franchise. It's gone beyond, or games like or like Dragon Age. I think Dragon Age is definitely a game. There's only been three of them, and yeah. as of right now, the time of this recording. It's definitely not a franchise. There's only three no. games. Yeah. The first one's not too particularly known, but I mean, people say it's good, but it's not too particularly known. The second one's not liked, and the third one was a big hit. But that's that's all you got. That's all there is about Dragon Age, and Uncharted right. is definitely a self-contained story. But then there's franchises like like I don't know, like Killzone or uh, Grand Theft Auto, or all the other ones we've named. Yeah, Killzone's yeah. Um, but like, I feel like. Do you think maybe I feel like franchises are more of the cash grab ish, more kind of the little thing because there are some like Mario games that have been shelled out that are like are definitely cash grabs. Um, yeah, like Mario Tennis. Yeah, that's a cash grab. But um, I but feel me, like franchises. I I like after the, like what I'm trying us to, talking more. The franchise feel... is definitely what you. The franchises are what you don't like in sequels. That there's the cash yeah. grabs rather than just. The fact of the sequels themselves. Yeah, because like I didn't mind Bioshock Two or Infinite. You know, I, I enjoyed both those games. Um, and like they were fairly big hits. Um, and the Uncharted like, games are definitely well. Yeah, they're all all three of them are very well received. By far, well received, very very well received. Yeah, and, and even the um, Fita game is really well liked. Yeah, right. I like the four people that have played it. Yeah, like, the Fallout games are very much enjoyed. I personally don't, like, really like Fallout 3, but it's <laughs> another thing. But those, those work because they changed the game mechanics, like, halfway through the series. Now, what do, you, what do you feel about, like, okay, so let's take a game like Smash Bros. Pretty much. Now, with there's definitely added elements, added elements, but Smash Bros. is a true example of just copy, paste, paste for four, you know, four games right. with added elements. Which people complain about with Call of Duty all the time. It's literally just a copy and paste of the previous game, but yet nobody has a. I mean, Smash Brothers not only does not get any of the hate to the degree that Call of, uh, Call of Duty does, but it's very, very, very well liked and well loved. That's. I feel like that's because there's more of a science to Super Smash Brothers than there is Call of Duty. I mean, there's, there's def there definitely can be a science to Call of Duty. I mean, 
There's, it can be, but I feel like there's like more in Super Smash Brothers. You feel like there's there's more content to be had, right? In Super Smash Brothers, and, and it's true, guys. There's only four of them, and there's like twelve Call of Duties. Yeah. If they released like call, if there was like four Call of Duties, if you could just pick Modern Warfare One, Modern Warfare Two, Black Ops, and Black Ops Two, I guess people would like Call of Duty a lot more. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm never. I mean, me personally, I do what I just thought of that. I never really thought about. Now, Smash Brothers is pretty much almost the exact example that people hate about Call of Duty. It's just copy and paste. It's the same thing. And people get too competitive. But that's the sack. I mean, people get really competitive with Smash Brothers. It's the same thing for every time. All they do is just add more characters and more maps. I feel, though, like a really good example of, like, why I don't feel like uh, we need quite as many sequels in the industry, though, right now is because is of games like League of Legends and Awesome Knots and Dota 2. Cuz those MOBAs. are games, yeah, MOBAs. Like they 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 come out with the game, they add a, they add some characters here and there, they like maybe rotate the characters around cuz they have so many or something like that and you can pay money to do stuff to keep the servers up and online. And for, but for the most part they don't really change much of the game, but the games are very 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 enjoyable still. And I feel like that's kind of like the science that Super Smash Brothers has, whereas like they don't, um, they they don't have much that they add in, but they change a few things around and they keep like they stick to their guns no matter what. And if fans want like very specific characters, they may add them in or they may not, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know. It just feels like more of a. It just feels more. Like, Super Smash Bros. are closer to that MOBA formula, which is why I'm okay with it. But, I mean, I, I, I think any way this, I mean, we could, we could talk about this for, like, a, I mean, for hours, but it, I mean, the fact is, like, that sequels, new IPs, it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like movies. I mean, you see movies every once, I mean, a lot of movies nowadays are sequels. I mean, movies that came out this year are, like, Avengers 2, Terminator Genesis, which is part of a franchise, um, you know, Mad Max, which is a reboot of an old franchise. Right. None of these are particularly, quote-unquote, new IPs. And, I mean, I look at my gaming library, just to, just to name off a few games in my library, I've got you know, Far Cry 4, Dragon Age Inquisition, GTA 5, uh, a Hobbit game, and Shadow of Mordor. And of all those, when I listed, and, and Last of Us, all I listed... Shadow Mordor and Last of Us are the only two original IPs, and even Shadow, even not, even not so Shadow Mordor to a degree because it's based off a book franchise, but it's still very much a new IP in itself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, no matter. I mean, there's always going to be sequels, and there's always going to be good ones. There's yeah, there, there'll ones. always be good ones, and there'll always be bad ones. But um, I guess I just you, feel you like just I'm roll with the punches. Yeah, but, but, then, I, but but then again, I can just like if I'm really like itching for some new IPs, I can go check out the indie list on Steam. <laughs> oh yeah, and I think that's another wonderful thing. Like as you know, as gaming's progressed, sequels have become more and more abundant. But so is indie gaming. So it has yeah. the ability for people to make games and put them out become so easy for people to make and put out. Right. And so just like the library of games, people have to choose one has also grown. It's just maybe what gets the spotlight. Is yeah. sequels. Yeah, I feel like I uh, yeah, I just feel like the with sequels there needs to be the enough elements of the same, but enough to differentiate it from like the others one. Yeah, that's like, that's a, how, I think that's a great rule to Yeah, like how the Pokemon games do it. For like the Pokemon games are a great example of that. And I just feel like if we had more games like that, 
sequels, I'd be way more okay with sequels. Another good example of what you said is like Dragon Age. Yeah. Um, the first one was totally turn-based, but it had an effective story. The second with like, you know, with options. The second one was totally not turn-based. It was real-time action, which was fun, but the story was not there at all, and people really did not like it. Then you come with Dragon Age Inquisition. It's got an effective and good story, and you can do the both turn-based and the live action. They made it really well. I think that's another good example of how... Yeah. How you know evolution and Fallout? Even though you don't like the third one, I mean the first two Fallout's were like point and click adventures. Well, I wouldn't say point and click, but they were definitely not a first person open world shooter, which is what Fallout Three and Fallout Four are. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's just like if they, if they can bring enough to the table while keeping enough same sequels, would be okay in my mind. But um, anyway, I think that's all the time we have for today, guys. Mm-hmm. Um. Thank you so much for listening. We'll uh, we'll definitely uh, be more on a precise schedule. We just kind of gotten some right. things out of the way, but we're releasing this episode now, and there's also many other episodes you can listen to that we've recorded and put out on iTunes. Um, you can also follow us at capital GP underscore capital M mechanics, and um, that's our Twitter account. And we'll, I'll be posting um, all the links to our episodes there and and other stuff. And I love to talk to you people. Um, I love to talk to followers and community. It's just so great to speak to people that. Listen to the podcast, and um, right. you can also follow me at JustMaster117. You can also follow me at Master.McMuffin or Master underscore McMuffin. One of those two. <laughs> We've got some and, pretty um, great Twitter names. I don't know if anyone's uh, noticed. And um, if you guys, though, uh, have your own opinion on this, comment on SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever, and or message us on Twitter. We'd love to hear your guys' side and talk it out with you guys. Yeah, this is definitely our opinions. Definitely aren't set in stone. You can definitely. <laughs> we would love to have this conversation with you, and that's that's sort of what gameplay mechanics is about. It's just friends talking about video games, and um, yeah, that's definitely we'd love to have that. And uh, and if you have any ideas for future episodes, please comment and tell us that. We'd love to hear some of those as well. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.